Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's been a long day. Oh, we always bust out the sad music uh, when talking about things like this. Actually, here you go. Case is sad. Box of tissues there. I might actually need them. Casey, very <laughs> in the studio with us now. You guys, we've been hearing from Casey every day throughout the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup, and it's been great to get her updates and uh, her analysis on all the games. But we also know that she's a massive um, USA fan, of course, being a uh, an American at heart, and uh, had to watch last night, probably like all of us, but definitely with a lot more nerves and intensity. Um, and we sit here today, Casey America, not uh, in the FIFA Women's World Cup any longer. So it's a grim day. It is a grim day. I'm um, fair to say I'm heartbroken. That yeah. is really the only way I could describe it this morning. Just devastated. Yeah, I, look, I was almost. I came over to your desk and I almost didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> I felt like you were on the verge. Maybe you still are. <laughs> um, what? Okay, maybe let's just start with the game, and then we can sort of like it's a little bit more respe- mm. retrospectively. So, the game against Sweden, and like for me, case watching it felt like what I'd seen in the first couple games, where they just lacked that final finishing touch. Like they got themselves into good positions, but then they just lacked in that final third. And and when you look at it now, nil all in that game, they had the, the nil all draw um, against, uh, who was it in the third game? Um, Portugal. Portugal. You know, one all with the Netherlands and then it was two nil, wasn't it, against? Three. Three nil, sorry. So, you know, four, four goals in four games for a team that is the favourites. Where, where did it go wrong last night, do you think? Yeah, it's not something that we're used to, not being able to score goals. Um, yeah, four goals in, in four games, and three of those came against Vietnam. Look, I was like super proud of the girls' performance last night. They had been taking a lot of pretty harsh criticism um, across the group stages, and, and fair enough. It definitely wasn't the product that anybody was expecting to see on the field, and they more than rose to the occasion last night. I mean, possession stats alone, I think at one point, Sweden only had like 14% of possession and the mm-hmm. U.S. was like at 77 and they created their opportunities. Um, they deserved to win that game the way they played and um, like just a bit ironic that the one match they actually did play to their level, they don't end up on top. Yeah. And then the penalty shootout, I felt, you know, the first three or four penalties from both teams were incredible and then it all just sort of went downhill from there and I've, I said sort of at the top of the show one thing as a footballer when you're taking a penalty you have to hit the target like it can be saved you know and you can or you can you know not not pick the right way but you have to hit the target and you know a number of them sort of went over the bar or went wide so it is it's a heartbreaking way to go out a penalty shootout yeah I was I was nervous the game just kind of felt like as it carried on and there weren't any goals from the US that like I, I just had a bad feeling because mm. when you don't finish those opportunities and you let a team stick around, like anything can happen in a penalty shootout. It's, mm. a, it's a coin toss, really. And credit to the Swedish keeper. She had the absolute game of her life. Um, I don't know if I've seen a better goalkeeping display mm. in the World Cup. Um, but yeah, we got to the pens. We had three opportunities to win, to win the game. Um, but again, I, I can't fault any of, of those girls. Like, obviously, they put their hands up to take a penalty in the, in the biggest moment. Um, and it's all mental at that stage. Anybody at that level can pass the ball into the back of the net, but mm. it's coming, t- rising to the occasion. Um, Sophia Smith, her first World Cup, having her as the fifth penalty shooter, I don't know if I agree with that situation. I yeah. mean, 
she's a heck of a player and and will be for a very very long time but that's a massive moment and to never be in that position before uh, yeah how she, old is she 20 she's 22 or 3 yeah. um and yeah i mean and Christy Mewis, who literally hadn't touched the ball in a world cup match gets subs on and buries hers yeah um Alyssa Nair takes the first golden goal one and like makes it or the US keeper mm. and Unfortunately, that's been kind of glossed over because of how the match ended and the U.S. didn't win. But imagine that story. Like, your yeah. goalkeeper, like, makes the penalty and you guys go on to win the game. So And, nah. she, and she, I mean, she, it was a fantastic save uh, from her on the end of the eventual winner, the double save. Just millimetres, though, when it when you see that replay, that's... It, the, the whole game had all of the drama and then the penalty shootout was just, like, the cherry on top and just heartbreaking. And I, I was actually confused because when the... The center referee like went like yeah, that I and crossed no, her I thought arms. No I thought she was saying no yeah, goal, but basically yeah. she was negating the call that was made on the field. And yeah. once I saw Sweden running around like crazy, and then when you actually saw the VAR footage, like if you didn't feel bad enough already, that was just the hammer in the coffin. <laughs> you, you like you always um, when you see uh, it happens in sport all the time. But I saw them running, and I thought no, no, like they're going to get pulled back for yeah. this. Like it's not right. Like the VAR, you know, like you said, you see the VAR image. So I mean, look, a lot of a lot of what I imagine is like sort of fallout. I've seen a lot of media articles from the States and a lot of people on social media. It's it's pretty brutal on a team that, you know, is back-to-back World Cup champions. Do you think that is fair just in terms of um, not, I guess, making it further and challenging for another title? I don't know. Look, it's funny. Everybody... Um has an opinion all of a sudden who's never watched football before <laughs> in their lives and now this is the most important thing and they're so sure what they're saying and mm. um, look it, it's tough for the girls and like in my lifetime I mean they've never finished less than third in a World Cup and mm. it, it's unfair to expect a team to win the World Cup every four years I mean it's just not a believable thing but that is the belief that we bring and this team brings to each tournament because we have been dominant for so long. Um, look, I mean, the, if there's much criticism, I think it'll go towards the coaching staff. Um, you saw just a simple change in formation yesterday from two holding midfielders as opposed to just the one that they've had in the past and having your, your wing mid starting position a lot wider, like it just changed the game and it changed how they've played. And I think in the group stages – they weren't set up for success, mm. um, and you saw them adapt yesterday to the new system that was put in place, and it worked a heck of a lot better. So, uh, look, it's a disappointment. The girls would be more disappointed than anybody in the world. So, I mean, aside from all the criticism and the critiques, like they're going to be hard enough on themselves. They don't really need it from the outside world, but obviously it'll come. And plenty of them will, will kick on, won't they, like next in the next four years, or do they have quite a aging squad as it were there'll be a handful that are kind of question marks um the olympics aren't that far away they're what maybe 10, 10 months away yeah. um julie Ertz, who's one of our like star players played center back for us this season or this world cup but has been in the holding mid position before um she kind of alluded to this could have been the last time she ever put on a jersey which would be a massive loss for the team um alex said she doesn't plan on hanging up her boots anytime soon i think we all know that was Rapino's last World Cup. Um, so, yeah, there'll be a couple of the older ones that we're not quite sure yet, but they might be hungry and want to stick around and try to make amends um, in mm. the Olympics. Okay, I feel like I could talk to you about this yeah. for the next half hour, but just quickly before we do get to new sport and weather, uh, the other um, round of 16 matches, just quickly give me who you think is going to win. England-Nigeria tonight at 7.30. 
England, but I don't think it'll be as easy as as any everybody might think. They, they it will have be. very very heavy favourites um, at the TAB. Australia, Denmark, a late night game, ten thirty. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie for sure. Uh, Colombia, Jamaica tomorrow. That's a tough one. I'm gonna go Colombia, but it'll be a that'll be a fun match. Jamaica's like the everyone's second team now, aren't yeah. they? Um, France, Morocco tomorrow night. France, I think this is where Morocco's uh, run ends. It'd be insane if Morocco did make it through the men's and the women's doing well at their respective <laughs> World Cup. So then the quarterfinal, uh, two of them are already set um, on uh, Friday, this Friday. Uh, Spain, Netherlands, who do you think is going to get out of there? Yeah, I think that'll be an interesting matchup. Both teams that like to keep the ball. Um, I'm having a hard time knowing who's going to come out on yeah. top, but I think I might might tip Spain on this one, but it'll be close. And Japan, Sweden uh, will be later on that night. Yeah, Japan. They'll have had an extra day of rest and Sweden's gone 120 minutes, so yeah. So <laughs> Japan, Spain go through. Um, I'm not going to try and work out who plays who in those other games, but just of the remaining teams, yeah. you're still confident England is probably the favourites? It'll most... Yeah, they're probably the favourites at the moment. Um, Australia will most likely meet France in the quarters, which is massive, and then they could see England in the semi-final. Um, you might see a repeat of Japan, Spain here in the in the semis in, in Auckland. So oh, fantastic! I was looking forward to seeing the USA though, Casey. To be honest, next Wednesday. That's why I bought the tickets. You but, and me uh, both, Sammy. Yeah, it'll it'll be a good game, regardless, mate. Look, commiserations, obviously, yeah. to you. Um, the good, well, I don't know if this is any consolation, but you've got some great football coming in the next week and a half. So. I do, and I'll probably be a lot more pleasant to, to sit next to in, in the stands. True, yeah, so I can, I can give you a bit of... It's a benefit for my friends. I can give you some stick and I won't get in trouble. Uh, we've got to take a break for New Sport Weather. It's Casey Berry there, our football expert. We'll catch up with her every day, or uh, certainly every day we've got games on uh, throughout the rest of the World Cup.